Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level three. I'm trying to log into a sports book right now, and they're asking me if I'm a robot or not, and to please, like, click the pictures that look like a bus. It's like, really? Like, what the, what the hell are we doing here? Like, this is just beyond annoying, man. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to click pictures of what a bus is, all right, and a train and a stupid crap. Uh, it doesn't happen on my cell phone, but it happens on a computer, and it'll just it's just so annoying. I want to start smashing things. And uh, now I'm getting all fired up. The lack of respect, Rodney Dangerfield style, for the Toronto Raptors, from people that don't know them. Don't watch them, don't know them. People like Matias, people like Shaquille O'Neal, people like Mo Khan, although no, Mo Khan does watch him. We need Pete Annapolis' prediction. We need, uh, we need Pete Annapolis' uh, prediction. All right, so uh, two, look forward to Pete. I know what my boy Pete's going to say, Raptors in six. That's what the smart, prudent pick is. Raps in six. I, I'll tell you what, as soon as we get a series handicap. Oh, 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 oh. Ask and you shall receive. It's one of these deals. You just hit hit refresh. I've been waiting. Here we go. Here we go. Series price, Philadelphia 76ers, minus 184. Toronto Raptors, plus 154. They have the handicap up yet? Yes, they do. Okay, here we go. Toronto Raptors plus one and a half games, minus 144. So this is your bet, Matthias. It's an easy bet. If you think they're going to win in five, it's an easy bet at plus money. Philadelphia 76ers minus one and a half games, plus 118. Plus 118. They win the series four games to none, you win. Four games to uh, to one, you win. Four games to two, you win. The only way you would win that bet is if it went seven games. You put your money where your mouth is. Uh, the Raptors, plus one and a half, minus 144. Now, off the top of my head, off the top of my head, I don't know, man. The Raptors' record in Game One's a playoff series is not good. Like, really, like beyond not good. Like, what is it, guys? Somebody in the chat will know. What is it? Three and fourteen, or more like four, four and four and sixteen now, or something. 
The Raptors rarely win game one. Game one's the playoff series. This is different, though. They're an underdog now. They're usually favorites, and they usually lose. They're like, when they're, they're the year they won the title, they lost the first playoff game to Orlando. <laughs> like, even with Kawhi. Like, they lost to Orlando, and then they just murdered Orlando five games in a row after that. Like, the Raptors historically always lose the first game, which is pretty annoying. But it's a different team now. you got a bunch of new dudes on the team. Um, so we've got total games, actually. So this isn't like two to win. This is just the series to go four games. Plus 600 to go four games. Plus, two four, plus 240 to go five. To go six, plus 195. To go seven, plus 195. I think you can play both of those and make money. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Sports Rage. I am RNC. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust up, and everybody else in between. The quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. Let's do this thing. The mightier 1090 ESPN radio. What's up? Shout out coast to coast. Up and down the coast. The 50,000 watt juggernaut. The loudest station in the nation. Uh, Ian Cameron will join us in a couple of minutes. And really has been a fast show uh, so far. We're fired up for the start of the NBA playoffs. FanDuel starting to deal some prices right now in the late night hours. Literally and figuratively. Like series uh, prices. Uh, we've got a series price for the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. That's the one they've put up first. And that's the Toronto Raptors plus 154. Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers minus 184. Shaquille O'Neal thinks it's going to be a four-game sweep. Series total game prices, four games. Doesn't matter who wins. Six to one, five games, plus 240. Six games, plus 195. Seven games, plus 195. So looking at the numbers here, the, the odds makers believe that this series is going five games. Um, or six and seven, right? So it's, you know, you got the plus 240, the plus 195, and the plus 195. I personally think, listen, you could take this, you could take this series to go six, and you could take it to go seven, both at plus 195, and you're going to make 95 cents. All you need to do is the series to go six games, and you're automatically making money. I think this is a good way to approach this thing. My prediction for this series is the Toronto Raptors win the series in six games. All right? But if the Raptors don't win in six, I think they'll lose in seven. I think it would be tough for, for the Raptors to win a game seven uh, in Philadelphia. They, but they can handle their business earlier in the series. I think they can win the series in six. So I think it's going, it's going six or seven games, this. It's not going to be a sweep. Shaq's too busy pimping printers, all right, to know anything about the Toronto Raptors. I guarantee you Shaquille O'Neal could not name the five starters for the Toronto Raptors. I guarantee you he couldn't. There's no way in hell. I bet he doesn't even know who Scotty Barnes is. Like, seriously. He admitted the other day, was it, uh, did he say he didn't know who Siakam was? Was it Siakam or, like, is it, they're not on TV. People live in a little dumb bubble. Lakers, Sixers, Nets, Nets, Sixers, Lakers, over and over. These morons don't even talk about Giannis. The late night anger management class continues. This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Fortridge. I am Renzi. Let's do this thing. The pimp, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159, the money, your 1090. ESPN Radio. Let's kick it with Babano. Ian Cameron steps up and in. Sunday, bloody Sunday. How you doing, Babano? Yeah, a wild, a terrific Sunday of sports. And for sports bettors, it was just a busy Sunday. You had MLB at the last day of the NBA regular season. You had a full NHL slate, final round of the Masters. Congrats to Scotty Scheffler. Uh, it's pretty cool when you can win and wrap up your first ever green jacket by double bogeying the uh, 18th hole and still having plenty of room to spare with your victory. But uh, great Sunday. Yeah, he slammed the door on everybody uh, basically on Friday. And it wasn't the drama that people were hoping for at Augusta. But Scotty Scheffler's been playing great golf ever since I called him out about six weeks ago. He's won like every every second week. And we got a piece of Scheffler today. We didn't get him at 15 to 1. And it's funny because before the tournament started, I did think he was dangerous. But I was like, wow, 15 to 1. I mean, this guy's being this guy's being priced like like a legend. Uh, like like one of the favorites. He literally was one of the favorites. But the odds makers got it right. Baseball is back as well, uh, Babano. But as um, as we all know, uh, baseball is a marathon, not a sprint. But it's good to have a new sport back in the rotation. We've got the play-in tournament this week in the association, and the National Hockey League uh, regular season goes on. You know, uh, Babano, a, a team. Speaking of the NHL. Only one game uh, on uh, on Monday night, uh, but it's a big week for the Vancouver Canucks. Every time you think the Canucks are done, and you're like, oh, yeah, their season's done. They just like they're they're too far back. Then they'll win three games in a row. They did it again. <laughs> They've done it again to play themselves back in this thing. They are. They're not out of this thing at all right now. They're six points behind the Dallas Stars, who have the second and final wild card spot. Uh, in the uh, Western Conference. They're seven points back of Nashville, who have the first spot, and they're four points back of Vegas, who are just on the outside looking in. So this can be done for Vancouver, but they've got games left, and they're in a spot pretty much now where they've pretty much got to think, you know, win out or at least lose minimum, maximum one or two games the rest of the way. That's probably what it's going to take for them. They're going to have to rip off a terrific stretch, and it starts with uh, a huge game uh, on Tuesday night for the Vancouver Canucks. It's for, I believe, the third time in the last two weeks, they're going to play the Vegas Golden Knights again. That's well, like a week, Babano, even. Yeah. Nine days or whatever. Like, they've yeah, been playing all the not time. Even, yeah, uh, not even two weeks. Yeah, it's more like ten days. It'll be their third meeting against the Vegas Golden Knights. They've split the first two, but that's one. They've got to have it. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah it's a must win. Yeah. Yeah, into, uh, in, into a must win uh, situation. Uh, Ian Cameron kicking with us. So just one game on the board uh, tomorrow, Babano. I don't know why. Uh, they do this on uh, on a Monday night. Uh, but you got the Montreal Canadiens and the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets in Montreal. Of course, they played in the playoffs uh, last year. They, you know, these teams are always always a pretty chippy game, actually, when they play. Total, six and a half. Jets minus 152 right now. Canadians plus 126 at FanDuel. What's your, what's your opinion on this game? 
Yeah, I remember it was the first meeting since the playoff series where, of course, Shifley gets suspended. Canadians uh, roll past the uh, Jets uh, in that playoff series last year, uh, you know, sweeping them in four straight. And the first meeting, Winnipeg was definitely ready for it. Uh, the You know, the eight to four win. Winnipeg is just like Vancouver in a lot of aspects where they almost have to win out to get into the playoffs. They did beat Ottawa on Sunday night. 4-3 to keep their slim hopes alive. But when you look at the Jets, they're even further behind Dallas than Vancouver is. You know, Vancouver's six back at Dallas. Uh, Winnipeg is seven points back at Dallas. So it is going to be, it's probably unrealistic to think they're going to get in. But until you're mathematically eliminated, you're going to take the ice thinking, hey, let's go out there and win a hockey game and take it day by day. Uh, Montreal will offer resistance, though. I mean, look at the Canadians and what they've done lately. Look at the game against Toronto Saturday night. They battled the Leafs real tough, lost 3-2. Jake Allen got hurt. In that game, to Montembeau had to take over, and they still pushed the Leafs right till the end. This Montreal team's tough to bet against when you're going with the other team as a monster favorite, like you're going to get here with Winnipeg uh, in this game. So I'm certainly not rushing to lay a buck fifty here with Winnipeg uh, in this game. The Montreal team total over two and a half bets, Gabe. They've been cashing. The team totals are constantly two and a half. They seem to get three goals minimum most games, and Cole Caulfield keeps on scoring for them. So I think Canadians team total over two and a half. That's to me where the value is going to be in this game they've played well since Martin St. Louis has taken over as head coach they have played with pride you know even though they could get a better draft pick by not winning uh games they've started to come together actually and you know it's crazy to say for a team that was in the cup last year and now is not going to make the playoffs that they're coming together now uh, but they kind of are and they've really done a great job of like really really stockpiling picks like they have a ton of picks uh, moving forward and let's be real last year was kind of a it was kind of a miraculous run uh, that they made it uh, to the Stanley Cup Finals. But speaking of the Stanley Cup Finals, updated odds right now, updated futures. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, plus 350. Hard to argue there's any value there. Florida Panthers, plus 550. I don't buy into the Panthers. They don't keep the puck out of it enough. Uh, they, they, they get scored on too much. Uh, but Benham, Calgary, 9-1. to one. A team from Canada have not won the Stanley Cup since the Montreal Canadiens in 1993. Something to think about. The Tampa Bay Lightning, 9-1. to one. Carolina Hurricanes, 10-1. to one. The Toronto Maple Leafs, well, I'll tell you what, but battle these Leaf players, I mean, they're lighting it up statistically. Uh, they're having great individual seasons, but they haven't won a playoff series since 2004. They're 12-1 to one to win the Cup. Boston, 16. Pittsburgh, 16. Rangers, 18. Vegas, 20. Minnesota, 20. And the St. Louis Blues, who are peaking at a good time right now, but battle 24-1. to one. Yeah, that is where I'd start looking. If I were to say to someone, you know, let's look at the futures board. Where's the value? What should I take right now? I'd start with the 18-1 to with the Rangers. That's an interesting team. They're playing their best hockey right now. And the thing is... Early in the season, you could have accused them that maybe you relied a little bit too much on their terrific young goalie, Shesterkin. But right now, the Rangers are really starting to play better. They're 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 driving the play more, Gabe, right now. They're, they're, they're spending more time in the offensive zone. They're possessing the puck more. They're just controlling the game, I find, more the last, I would say, five or six games they've played than maybe earlier in the season. I really think they're playing their best hockey. So 18-1 to 1 with a guy that all years played great in net, Shesterkin's not a bad way to go. I keep saying, and I mentioned last time I was with you they, they might not even make the playoffs but i think at 20 to 1 vegas if as long as they just get in and they get healthy and look they just got max patch back saturday night against arizona for how long we don't know because he seems to get hurt a lot this year but they did get him back they pummeled arizona 6-1 if they get in they're dangerous and they're capable of making a long deep playoff run 
So that 20 to 1 stands out. And you mentioned the Blues. 24 to 1, their offense is scoring in bunches right now. Bennington had his best start in a while in the win they had against the Islanders. Uh, Billy Huso's been good in net. And right now, they, they're on a great run at the moment, the Blues. So I don't even hate that price at 24 to 1. To me, if you're going to bet the futures now, you don't bet Colorado now. You don't bet Florida now. You don't bet Calgary or Tampa now. You look for value, especially in a, in a sport like this where it's wide open every year. Well, I think Tampa, I think you could argue there's value with Tampa at 9 to 1. I just, you know, I mean, I don't, um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with taking a team that's the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions at that price compared to like Florida, like I'd rather Tampa at nine, but I wouldn't bite on Colorado. I wouldn't bite on Florida. Calgary are interesting, uh, but yeah, nine's not quite enough for me, but I do agree as far as the bigger numbers. I'd like the Rangers too, but bad. I mean, I think they're built for the playoffs too. They play playoff style hockey in a regular season. Actually, they beat Pittsburgh all the time. It seems too. Um, at 18 to one, I like that wild team at 20 to one and the blues at 24. So I'm in the same ballpark uh, with you here with, with figuring, you know, swing for the fence, especially for teams coming out of the West uh, to me, because coming out of the East is a little bit, uh, a little bit different. I, I still think Tampa are going to be tough to, uh, to knock off once they start playing for real, the bad, I mean, Tampa can take it to a next level. Some teams have already raised it to another level. We see Tampa have a next gear that nobody else has had the past couple of seasons. We'll see if someone does this year. Yeah, and Tampa Bay has gone through a little bit of a rough patch here, I would say, the last week to 10 days. A little bit of a losing streak. They busted out of it with a 5 nothing win on Sunday against Buffalo. Is that a sign they're back on track? We'll see. Keep in mind, too, the Lightning. Another thing that's fear that I'm worried about with them is they played a lot of hockey. You know, back-to-back seasons yeah, yeah, going all yeah, the distance, yeah. winning the Stanley Cup. But the, yeah, yeah, good call. Is good this disinterest? Yeah, is this disinterest down the stretch? Is this them? They don't really care where they finish because, hey, we've won two Stanley Cups. Put us wherever. Put us up against anybody. Home, road, home ice advantage. We start on the I road. I think it's boredom, the battles. It's yeah. boredom in which it's like just get the playoffs here. You can't play with intensity every night, especially when you know you, there's another gear you've got to kick it into. More of a battle on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Trench. I am Marenzi, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks, the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, the 50,000-watt juggernaut up and down the coast, the loudest station in the nation. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, Ian Cameron, kicking with us. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Let's get into the NBA play-in uh, tournament uh, right now. Begins Tuesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern. The Brooklyn Nets host the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Brooklyn Nets are eight-point favorites. The total, 229 and a half. And the second leg of the doubleheader on Tuesday, the Minnesota Timberwolves host the Los Angeles Clippers. Total 230 and a half. Let's start off with Brooklyn and Cleveland, uh, Babano. NBA playoffs are here. 
Yeah, they are. Uh, and uh, actually, these teams just met toward the end of the uh, regular season just recently. And uh, Cleveland was right in the game, and then it just fell apart for them uh, down the stretch, and they ended up losing by double digits uh, in that game. Just happened a couple of days ago, and now all of a sudden we're going to have them again here at uh, Barclays Center here in the play-in game. You know, I- I'm still reluctant to lay these kind of points with Brooklyn. I mean, when you talk about a futility type of track record as home favorites, that's been the Brooklyn Nets. And then, you know, if you're going to lay eight with them here, you're talking about a three and 23 ATS track record as home chalk for the Brooklyn Nets. Three and 23 in the last 26 tries as home favorites. That's horrific. (laughs) It is. It's absolutely terrible. And the one thing, look. Except, except, ironically enough, they uh, they did they beat them one eighteen one oh seven. One thing yeah. about Cleveland, though, down the stretch, no fault of their own. They've been besieged with injuries. Yes, on a nightly basis, their lineup is just shredded, and they have to roll out. They have to roll out just whatever healthy body that they have. It's unfortunate because they were actually better. They were better than this. They were better than an eight seed uh, this year, Babano. But hey, it's a war of attrition. It is what it is. But I hear you. I'm not in a hurry to be wanting to lay eight points either. No, I'm not. I, I'm going to try to make the case for Cleveland. And the one thing that they do have at their disposal, at least at the, for this game, uh, is Evan Mobley healthy, which is significant because Jared Allen is uh, obviously uh, not coming back uh, anytime soon, uh, it would appear. Actually, although there's a chance, I mean, they, they, they actually say there's a chance he could still return for the play-in game, Jared Allen, which would be huge. And if you get that combination of Allen and Evan Mobley, on the floor in this game. That's a front court at Brooklyn you can take advantage of. And Allen Mobley could cause some havoc down there. Get second chances, get third chances, out-rebound the Nets, because the Nets, to me, they don't have that kind of front court that scares me uh, as an opposing team. Uh, And I think if you have both of those bigs down there in the low post, it's really going to go a long way to help Cleveland. They've got a guy that's still played at a high level. I still like the backcourt that they can throw out there with Garland and Lavert. Does it match up with Durant? Uh, obviously, is going to give Brooklyn and Kyrie? No. Uh, but they can hold their own. And the one thing about Brooklyn all season, defense has been come and go, come and go with this team. And they're going to have to show me for 48 minutes they can play strong defense. We haven't always seen that. So right now I'm going to maybe make a case for Cleveland. I'd certainly I'm taking the points if I'm betting aside here. I'm definitely not going to be laying eight with Brooklyn, even if they they might win. I, I'm not exactly convinced it's by margin. I think teams will play better defense now, and we still have pretty high totals. I think over the weekend that's when it'll really kick in where teams are actually good at playing defense. These teams that are playing in a play, and there's a reason why they're in a play because they're not very good on defense. That's right. And keep in mind, the loser of this game has another shot. You get a second chance. Yeah. You end up playing the winner of the 9-10 game in the East Charlotte-Atlanta, and that's your last chance to get in as the eight seed. Well, thank you for explaining the, uh, the play-in tournament to everyone, Pabano. Uh, we are in a year two of this thing. Yes. Uh, uh, the Clippers and the T-Wolves. Clippers and T-Wolves. Um, T-Wolves are laying three. Clippers are a dangerous, scrappy basketball team with guys that have played in big games before. T-Wolves are obviously the more talented, younger basketball team. This is going to be a fun game. T-Wolves are laying three Tuesday night, 930 Eastern, following the Brooklyn game. Yeah, I think home court might be the difference here because you've got a Clippers team that was really not all that good on the road this year and a Minnesota team that uh, they played pretty good basketball here on this court. They've also had, you know, 
lineup differences one game to the next. There's no question. They've had those kind of problems down the stretch as well, uh, the Timberwolves. I know they rested Carl Anthony Towns and Edwards uh, in the final game and Russell uh, against uh, Chicago in the finale. And I think the point of it is get them all healthy, get them all rested, make sure they're ready here uh, against the Clippers. You know, if the Clippers, of course, if they recently, uh, Paul George, of course, uh, had uh, recently come back, uh, but obviously they rested him on Sunday, so he'll be ready to go for this play-in tournament. You know, if they had Kawhi definitely at their disposal, you know, it would be a situation where I'd feel a lot better about the Clippers. And that's not to say, you know, I don't like the effort Reggie Jackson gives. Well, if, some if Kawhi Clippers was there, players. we wouldn't be getting three. That's right. You would not. <laughs> the price would be a lot different. To me, I, I, I believe Minnesota, if this game was in L.A., I'd have a hard time trusting Minnesota to get the job done. But I think at home, laying two and a half, I'll probably end up taking the money line instead, which is usually what I do for a short favorite. I think Minnesota offensively is going to be tough for the Clippers to guard them. I, I, the, the one thing that concerns me is I like Ty Lue. Ty Lue is one of those guys that usually can devise a good game plan, have his team ready, and maybe take advantage of a Minnesota team that hasn't been in these pressure playoff, play-in type situations in recent years. But i got to stick to the Timberwolves here, especially on their home court. I think they find a way they get the win. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Battle Kick with a Sunday, bloody Sunday. I am Gabriel Morenci. Wednesday's games, they're kind of train wrecks, but they're they're fun in a way. Like Charlotte and Atlanta is going to be a fun game. Total 238 and a half. In that game, they're looking for a track meet here. The Atlanta Hawks are minus four and a half, minus 196 on the money line. Hornets plus 164. And for the record, the T-Wolf total is 230 and a half. So a Charlotte going to Atlanta, that's seven o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday, getting four and a half, 238 and a half. And then a nightcap on Wednesday, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, I'm happy for Popovich and the Spurs that they, they made it into the play. And now we'll see if they can actually do anything with it. They get five and a half in the Bayou against the Pelicans. Total is 230 there. Yeah, and of course, these two games, it's win or go home. Uh, so you got to win to keep your season alive. Uh, Charlotte, Atlanta, I can't lay points with either of these teams. So I think by default, I'd have to lean Charlotte. Atlanta's been covering numbers at home down the stretch, but I still don't like how they play defense, lack of it for a large part of the game. And LaMelo Ball is cooking right now for the Charlotte Hornets. He played extremely well down the stretch. He's been a tough, tough player to guard for opposing teams. Uh, I think the Charlotte side is the way I would lean. I think I like the total even more. It's a high number, but it's high for a reason. I think you're going to see a shootout. I mean, Charlotte overs have been very good to me for most of the year. And same thing with Atlanta. They're a team that's more offense than defense. So at 238 and a half there, uh, I'd only look over the top. The over will be a bet probably for me in that game. I'd be, uh, I'm pretty confident I'll be on the over there. I think the Pelicans are just too good for the Spurs. Uh, that concerns me for them. And look, Spurs did a great job to get this far. Uh, but, you know, this was a team that was dealing with uh, a couple of injuries down the stretch. You know, DeJounte Murray was in and out. Lonnie Walker's been out. Doug McDermott's been out uh, for them. Uh, the Pelicans have really, to me, played some good basketball since they got C.J. McCollum. I'm, I'm very impressed with how he's fit seamlessly here in with the Pelicans. You put him with Ingram. Uh, you see the development of Herbert Jones has had a nice development season. He's gotten better and better. JV in the low post has been had a terrific year for them. I think it's just a lot for the Spurs to have to contain. And the Spurs still have problems getting stops defensively. I know because I saw this team in person a couple weeks ago against the Grizzlies. And they just could not get defensive stops when they need to. Pelicans can. I think that's probably the difference. I'm probably leaning home favorite in that game. And we've got uh, the real playoffs on Saturday. 
And uh, FanDuel does a great job by getting numbers up um, as quick as anybody in, in, in the business uh, do. And it's interesting right now, uh, Raptors, Raptors Nation on Twitter blowing up because Shaquille O'Neal predicts a Philadelphia 76er sweep. And I think Shaq has been doing too many general commercials and icy hot packs and everything else. Too many, uh, too much Epson printer ink. Maybe, maybe he oh, accidentally does, swallowed yeah. some or something. Yeah. This guy, who used printers now anyways anymore? But uh, I don't understand that one, to be honest. But, like, Shaq, Shaq pimps everything, man. All right? So I think he's been too busy pimping things, and he hasn't been paying attention uh, to, to the Toronto Raptors. But nevertheless, that's Shaq's opinion. He says Sixers sweep them. Uh, game one number of a battle. Philadelphia 76ers lay five points in this basketball game. And the Milwaukee Bucks lay eight to the Chicago Bulls. I mean, everybody and his brother is going to think the Buck Bucks are going to sweep the Bulls, and it's hard to argue with anybody. The Bulls have been a train wreck down the stretch. Billy Donovan searching for answers. They yeah, that series not. probably will be a sweep, actually. Yeah, maybe the Bulls win one, but it'll probably be a sweep. Like, is there a scenario where all of a sudden they flip a switch and they're ultra competitive against Milwaukee? I just don't see nope. it. Not when you played this poorly for this long a period of time, and you haven't played a lick of defense all season, but especially lately. If you look down the Bulls' schedule and you look at the record, do you know how many of those wins came? against mediocre or bad teams how many of those wins came against really good teams they had a trouble all year beating good teams the chicago bulls all year they struggled every time stepping up in class it's really hard to, it's hard to believe in them it just is uh do you give them a game maybe uh, to me it's a four or five gamer for milwaukee uh unless I, they magically sprinkle some kind of pixie dust on chicago and they turn into a t- totally different team than what i've seen for the last month or two I don't know how they hang with the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't even know how they win more than one game. Yeah, well, not the thing is, though, to their defense, nobody really can hang with the Bucks too much. And I think we're going to see this. Nobody, there's that's the whole thing. Nobody, I don't care who you are, nobody has anybody that can match up with Giannis. It just is what it is. And the Bulls, uh, the Bulls won't. Hey, listen, the Bulls, their franchise is going in the right direction. Uh, but they're it's one a bad of the teams Chicago gave that are least equipped to handle Giannis because their front court is nothing to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, who's this? I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid's a star. He's a, you know what I mean? He's amazing. And Giannis kills him all the time, right? It's just, it is what it is. Giannis is the best player in the NBA. People want to talk about everybody else all the time, but Giannis is the best player in the NBA. And I tell you what, the Bucs, um, you want that title? You want that trophy? you got to go take it from them. It's, yep. it's not going to be as easy as some people might think it is. They don't talk about the Bucs uh, very much. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano. Babano will catch up with you on Wednesday. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. All right, thanks, Keith. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. 
Oh, yeah. All right, we're getting fired up. Let's do this thing. Let's play ball. And we'll get to some overnight baseball numbers, too. Uh, but uh, the numbers are just uh, getting posted right now in the late night hours. Um, so, so NBA. Um, how about this? So we talked. We've been talking a lot about the Raptors, and we're not just trying to like uh, focus in all oh, because I'm a Raptor fan. But this was the series that FanDuel dealt first, right? They, they've been posting numbers one by one, and this is the one that they posted first, right out of the gate. So um, the Raptors are plus one fifty four. Sixers are minus one eighty four. Um, all right, and now we've actually got correct score prices in. So Toronto Raptors to win the series 4-1 is 10-1. Raptors in 6 is what I think is going to happen is 5-1. Raptors in 7, 6-1. 76ers sweep 9-1. Um, Toronto Raptors uh, sweep 20-1. Philadelphia 76ers in 5 plus 3 60. So as I was saying earlier, I got the sense that that's what the book was thinking with the way that they set the odds uh, there. So we called you out, Matthias, but you said uh, Sixers and five. That pays the least amount at, uh, at plus 360. So you, you're chalk. You're going with the fave there. Uh, Philadelphia and five. I want more than that at plus 360, to be honest. I think that's a terrible bet. I'd want more. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think it's crazy that the Philadelphia 76ers um, win in seven. So look, that's plus three sixty as well. Interesting. They have it at five, and then they have it at uh, at seven at the same price because they're thinking the same thing I am. That now nah, the Sixers won't win in Game Six on the road in Toronto. They'd win this series in five, or they'd win the series in seven back home. I feel the same way from the sense that look, I think you could take the Toronto. You know, you take. You take the series to go six games as plus 195. You take the series to go seven games as plus 195. Either way, you're making $95 you know, on, on the 100, et cetera. So either way, you're making money, and you don't have to worry. All right, it doesn't matter who wins. It goes six or seven games, I make money. I think that's not a crazy way to approach it. I think if the Sixers win, the Sixers would win in seven games. That's plus 360. And I think if the Raptors win, the Raptors will win in six games. That's plus 500. Uh, series total games, series to go four games, plus 600. Series to go five games, plus 240. Series to go six games, plus 195. Series to go seven games, plus 195. Series spread, Toronto Raptors, plus one and a half, minus 144. Philadelphia 76ers, minus one and a half, plus 118. We've got a series price for the Chicago Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks, and we've got correct score as well. So the series price, Milwaukee Bucks, minus 650. I think that's too low. Like, like seriously, if you were like a multi-multi-millionaire, you had money, I would make this bet. Six point, uh, $6.5 million to win a million dollars. Milwaukee are not losing to the Chicago Bulls. At minus 650, like, you know what I'm saying? Look, 650 bucks to win 100 isn't worth it. And then, you know, what are you going to do? You lay 1,300 to win two? No, not worth it. Uh, 26 to win four? No. Right? But I'm saying, like, if you had if you had big bank, six, six mil to win six and a half mil to win a mil, that's easy money right there. That's an easy million. Like, if I'm Floyd Mayweather, I've already got this bet made. <laughs> I've already got it made. So, listen, the Bulls to win in five is 28 to one. Uh, that's, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the Bulls uh, sweep is 50 to one. Bulls and six is 10 to one. Good luck with that. 
Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, the Bulls to win in six, you got to give me better than 10 to 1. Bulls to win in seven, 11 to 1. Bucks to sweep is plus 380. Bucks in five is plus uh, 195. I think that's the way to go. I think the series handicap here, the series spread, is the way to bet this. Look, Milwaukee are minus two and a half games, minus 130. Minus two and a half, minus 130. So, in other words, they need to win this series in five games. They need to win in a sweep or they need to win in five. I think that's a good bet. I don't think the Bulls will get them twice. The Bulls are not going to beat them in Milwaukee. And then maybe they get one of the games in Chicago. Maybe. And, and another thing is, too, Milwaukee and Chicago, it's like the what it's like next to the Clippers and Lakers playing each other. Can you get a shorter road trip? Right? So it's not as if though there's any like sort of, well, it's a grind for anybody. No, it's not a grind. And as I said, in Milwaukee, you're the defending title uh, you know, holders. They know what it takes. They're also going to understand, too, you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's just like sweep these guys, get them out of the way, and get some rest while these other guys go seven games. Like, I don't think Milwaukee are going to be playing around. I personally, I'll play this. I will play this Milwaukee minus two and a half. I think Milwaukee probably sweep them, or I think they win in five. I don't think it goes six. And that's minus 130. I hit a minus 130. All right, so, and we're going to want to get into exact. So, what, Milwaukee, Milwaukee sweep is plus 380, and then Milwaukee in five is plus 195. You see, if we played them both, suddenly we lose the angle here. And if you look, once again, you can judge by what they think is going to happen by the odds. And Milwaukee in five pays the least at plus 195. The Milwaukee sweep is plus 380. I, I, don't, I don't mind the Milwaukee sweep bet just because they are going to be big favorites. So even if you rolled it over, you really wouldn't get that. So I think it's not crazy. I really want to want to have to sweat out that, oh, they've got to win every game. But um, I like to play... I like this that they won't that it won't go six. So look, you're laying two and a half. So in other words, you need to win the series four nothing or four games to one, and then you win by three games. To go six, you lose the bet. I do not believe. Does come on? Anybody believe? Uh, anybody believe it's going six? I do not. It goes four. Maybe, 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 maybe Chicago steals one. DeMar DeRozan goes off and scores 46 or something. Problem is, the Bulls aren't fully healthy either, right? And as Babano brought up, what was the Bulls' record against teams that uh, were over 600 or better this year? I think 2-17 and 17 off the top of my head. I remember they won once. I remember it was 0-11 and it was 0-12 type thing. I think they, they beat somebody. I forget who they beat. They beat somebody to make it 1-12 against teams with a winning percentage of 600 or better. And and even teams with a winning record they had a problem with generally, but the 600 barrier was a big problem for them. It was a big problem for them. Like I said, Milwaukee aren't going to let up on these guys. Like Milwaukee want to make short work of this because another thing is too, teams know – and smart teams get it, that the longer the series goes, the longer you have a chance to get injured, right? You go another game, oh, Giannis just twisted his ankle. It's like, wow, that never would have happened if we just would have swept them the other night, right? 
Like it's one of those deals. And like I said, championship pedigree caliber teams have a killer instinct that, no, 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 we're not playing around. We're going to win the first game by like 28 points. Off the top of my head, too, what did Milwaukee do last year in the playoffs in the first game? They played against the Pistons, didn't they? It was the Pistons. And uh, and they, they seriously, like, murdered them. Like, remember, like, they, they were winning games by, like, 40. And, like, it was like, oh, boy, this, this is ugly. I'm not saying it's going to get that ugly, but I like that play. I think it's a good play. As I stated, really, the Bulls, you put it in that context. Does this series go six games? No. All right, what do I make off of that? Well, it's minus 130. This price is going to go up. This price is going to I mean, these numbers are hot off the presses right now. You guys are tuning in here and uh, down go the Raptors. <laughs> down, down goes. It's a, it's a bad sign. I would say it's a bad sign, but no, it's not. It's uh, just bad tape. No, bad, bad tape. But hey, hey, speaking of, all right, so what's your prediction, Matthias, for the uh, the Clippers and the T Wolves? Clippers by twenty two. Uh, no, I think the Clippers win the game, Gabe. I, I do. <laughs> I would have I I said I would have said they wouldn't have won the game two weeks ago. Though I got to be honest. I, once Norman Powell and Paul George came back, and I saw like the, the style of basketball and where they're at physically. I think that they're going to give the, the, the T-Wolves a run for their money in Minnesota. For damn sure. Listen, FanDuel have odds up right now. Listen, it was three and it came down to two and a half. All right, this is interesting though, guys. The FanDuel has some cool props up here to advance in the play-in tournament. So you got to take all four teams are going to advance. To advance. The Brooklyn Nets, Cleveland Cavaliers, Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Los Angeles Clippers are the favorite, plus 130. So the Nets to advance. So basically, that's the favorite of plus 130. So the Nets then beat the Cavs. Then the Cavs would uh, turn around and beat the um, beat the winner of Charlotte uh, and Atlanta. And then Minnesota, the Clippers, same thing. That the, the loser would still beat the, uh, the Pelicans. Now, that I buy into. That I buy into. I think the Clippers are going to make it. I think if you give the Clippers two cracks at this, they're going to make it. Two cracks for the Clippers, they'll make it. Now listen, this one's plus 460. Brooklyn Nets, Atlanta Hawks, Minnesota Timberwolves, Los Angeles Clippers. That's what I think is going to happen. I like that one, Gabe. That's the one. I think Atlanta gets in. That's the one. Brooklyn beats Cleveland. Atlanta... Atlanta beats Charlotte. Atlanta beats uh, Cleveland. Minnesota beats the Clippers. Clippers get in on Friday, Matthias. That's a good, that's that's the a good way. bet. I'd like to roll the dice with that. I also wouldn't mind rolling the dice with the Clippers winning first and then Minnesota rolling in eight. I, I got it. In the first game and then Minnesota I got the second game. I just, I don't know. It's a gut. Got instinct or whatever. I just I got a feeling that the T Wolves will win a close one, and then the Clippers though will win. The Clippers will win after. The Clippers will win after. They'll they'll get in on uh, in 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 the uh, in the, in the elimination game after. I think that's the way it's going to play out there. Really interested to see how Patrick Beverly is going to come out the Clippers after he left the Clippers 
which, you know, they left on good terms. But at the end of the day, Patrick Beverly always says he plays on playoff basketball teams. And you know that Beverly is going to be in everybody's face in Minnesota in that game. Really interested to see how he plays in that game. Oh, it's going to be a fun uh... – it's going to be a fun it's going to be a fun uh, game really good like you said the storylines are great you got George back now the T the T wolves have been good they faded a little bit down the stretch um but they've got a ton of young talent you know talking about experience they don't right they don't you know, what D'Angelo Russell's played in the playoffs before uh Carl Anthony Towns hasn't uh Anthony Edwards hasn't Beverly has. has. Anthony Towns played in the playoffs like it, uh, when he played against Houston in Minnesota with Anthony Wiggins and Jimmy Butler. What, they, what, they got swept? <laughs> like six years ago? Seven years ago? That's not experience. <laughs> but you're right, he's played in the game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Afternoon baseball, Cleveland and Kansas City, Savali and Hernandez. Uh, the game's basically a pick 'em. Kansas City Royals minus 110, total eight and a half. Pittsburgh Pirates and the Cardinals again. Uh, Thompson and Hudson. Uh, Cardinals minus 205. Bucks plus 172, over under eight. Milwaukee Brewers. And the Baltimore Orioles, the Brewers have stumbled out of the gate. Brew Crew, minus 158 on the road against Baltimore. Total nine. That's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Colorado. Colorado, who uh, got it done against Los Angeles um, this weekend. It was good news, bad news. Frustrating from a Dodgers perspective. Good news in that we told you Colorado going to win more than 68 and a half games. And you saw that they can beat the Dodgers. Uh, they're going to be able to beat other teams. Uh, Red Sox and Tigers at 5 o'clock. We're going to be on live at 6 o'clock, so we'll, we're going to break down all these uh, night games tomorrow. Oakland, Tampa, New York Mets and Philadelphia, Toronto Blue Jays and the Yankees, big-time American League East uh, series early in the season. Uh, the um, J- Jameson Tyon is minus 112. Uh, Manoa is uh, minus one, 104 for the Jays. Total is 9.5. Jays can rake, uh, but they also give up a lot of runs. Seattle and Minnesota, Miami and the Angels tomorrow, San Diego and San Francisco, uh, Martinez and Wood, San Diego are plus 128 uh, dogs right now. The total is eight and a half in this game uh, in the Bay Area. Great to have baseball back. Uh, we're going to start to focus in on the NFL draft as well. So a lot of cool stuff right now, man. Uh, baseball's back, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs around the corner, but we're a couple of weeks away from that still. Um, but... 
Oh, we got the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, and the NFL draft. And, man, I told you guys to get in on Kenny Pickett to be the first quarterback taken. That number is really swung right now. I told you, don't follow the media. Follow me. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us this evening. We'll see you on Game Time Decisions. We'll see you here tomorrow night. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.